I, I want to say a little bit about, about child health because I, I do feel that understanding something about child health really is quite crucial to understanding childhood. And I'm trying to think of child health in its broadest concepts. But I want to focus in to start with by looking at some perspectives of childhood death. Now, that might a mother whose six-year-old child had died a couple of weeks ago. Um, this child, um, this young boy, Theo, had um, a known disability, and um, he died, in fact, from an un previously unrecognized heart defect. And I was talking to the mum and talking through the findings of, of the autopsy and so on, and she said, well, I recognize that nothing we do can ever bring Theo back or change what's happened. But what I really hope is that you and others will look at Theo's children like him. And I felt, well, that is so important because that's so crucial to what we're trying to do. And a lot of what I've been working on over the past couple of years has been looking at um, national policies and procedures for responding to childhood death, supporting families and learning lessons so that Death in childhood is a very unusual experience here, and as a result of that, we often don't know how to respond to it. Another um, family, mother that I've had quite a lot to deal to do with, her daughter Stella died as a cot death about, um, about 10 years ago now. And she was uh, describing how a few months after Stella had died, she and her husband were sitting in an American diner. They'd gone out, I think for about the first time they'd managed to go out together. And they were sitting at the table there, they finished their main course, and were just reflecting and reminiscing on Stella's life. Tears <laughs> Sometimes we don't quite know how to deal with, with people who are grieving and so on, but it is important. We are dealing with a very different situation now. But globally, I think we do have a very different perspective. And if you look across the world, there are, are still 10 million children every year die before the age of five. And that I find absolutely staggering. There are 12 countries in which one in five children will not survive to their fifth birthday. And I don't know how familiar you are with the uh, Millennium Deve Development Goals, but goal number four, to reduce by two-thirds, achieve that kind of, of level of reduction in child mortality. So mortality is a significant issue for a large number of families around the world. And three quarters of these 10 million um, deaths are in children in um, sub-Saharan Africa and in Asia. And over 50% of them are in just six countries. Uh, so there's huge 
uh, steps that we could be taking. Over 80% of these child deaths are related to just five underlying conditions. Um, issues related to, to neonatal care and premature If we bring it a bit closer to home, even in the UK, there are huge discrepancies in child mortality. Within the West Midlands, I looked at, at figures fairly recently, and we have a variation in the West Midlands between 3.6 per thousand infants. variations, very largely socio-economically determined, and, and it should be a real driver for us to do something about children's life chances. The recent, uh, there's recently been a study completed by CMATCH, the Confidential Inquiry into Maternal and Child Health, and they reviewed It's an absolutely staggering figure, but most studies um, around the world that have looked at reviewing child deaths have found similar figures, that a large proportion of child deaths are preventable. 22% of, of child deaths overall are due to external causes, and if you look at adolescent deaths, 50% of those are due to external causes. in with some of what um, Pierre's just been talking about, about risk management and so on. Adolescents are dying unnecessarily um, from these external causes. But I want to move um, beyond that um, to think a little bit about other aspects of child morbidity as well as uh, just mortality. During the 1990s there was a great deal of interest in the pediatric literature about um, co a concept of, of what was called the new morbidity. came out of this. First, the importance of childhood disability and increasing numbers of children who are living with disabilities and um, chronic conditions. Again, in this um, uh, CMATCH report and other reports that have looked at um, children across the UK, we've got roughly 20,000 children and young people living in the UK with life-limiting conditions, so children who are unlikely to survive into a full adult life. If you translate that to an average health district of a quarter of a million people, um, that's roughly 60 to 80 children living at any one time with a life-limiting condition, of, of which about 50% will need some direct palliative care. Um, another child that I'd been involved with, um, a four-year-old girl who, who died just over a year ago, I'd known her because I was looking after her in a special school, 
um, and she actually died not of directly of her um, underlying learning disability, but of a um, acute medical complication um, that stemmed from an unrecognized uh, congenital abnormality. And again, for, for her family, there were huge issues around the, her care and support, the, the services that had been provided for them by health professionals and so on. Along with the chronic diseases and disability, a growing number of children with behavioral and psychological um, issues, things like a, um, attention deficit disorder, a really growing phenomenon. We were having again a discussion in our, in our seminar recently about what, what is it exactly that we're dealing with that? Is it something on the range of normality? Is it something that we would define as a medical condition? How do we manage it and so on? Um, huge issues there that impact on children's health, on their education, on their social lives, and so on. Thirdly, um, children in public care, looked after children and so on. We know that they have work. supporting families whose parents and family, uh, uh, children whose parents and families are unable to support them adequately. Child maltreatment, which is, is one of my main areas of interest, um, a huge concern with um, continuing numbers of children where um, children's social lives are constructed in, in such a way that perhaps it's putting them more at risk than if we allow them to take some of the risks that they used to be able to take. And then finally, I want to go on beyond that to think about some of our new understandings of child health and illness. And this is where I've been um, really challenged recently by some of my interactions. how that interacts with children's individual um, environments. An awareness of the life course and, and um, child development and where that leads on to in adult life as well. Alongside that, I think a recognition that, that basic sciences don't give us all the answers and we need to move beyond that um, to employing new approaches to research And, and sociological appreciation of child health and something I'd be very, very keen to explore, sort of how do we reinterpret child health from very different paradigms, perhaps. Um, and then alongside that, a growing awareness of children's rights, 
Um, and where do we stand in terms of applying the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child to our policy and practice? I think we've got a is still 20% of the average person's lifespan, okay, and we need to recognise that and be supporting children as children, not just as potential adults. Thank you.